0: I'll begin at the beginning because with Cully, the beginning is always the same a man standing between the sharp and the soft. Not while I breathe, he's saying. I've always thought that's a better oath than service, honor, faith, and obedience, and not just because I've been the soft more often than the sharp. That's the beginning. Knowing Cully, it'll likely be the end. Gray Leave the child alone, Cully said, quietly, barely above a whisper. Cully didn't sound like he had been looking for a fight. He never did, although he had certainly found more than enough. Gray hadn't been looking for a fight either. Gray was looking for Cully. He had been doing just that for weeks all up and down the Pyreneesian coast, and far enough up into the hills to come down on the other side of more than one of the bigger islands. Given that they were looking for Cully in the city of Pyreneesia itself, and particularly given Cully's background, there was no need to try any of the estates nestled high in the hills, so they had made the obvious split. Bear wandered through the markets and the warehouses, while Gray took the taverns. There were advantages to rank, and besides, Bear didn't seem to mind. Gray had quickly made his way through the various dockside sections that catered to squipper easy, Italians, and the local trade, on the grounds that Cully would likely prefer to hear English spoken while he was drinking, but also that likelihood was not a certainty, and diligence a virtue. Still, eventually, Gray had found himself on English Row. Where the readable letters on hanging placards, the drunken sea chanties that would have been comprehensible if they hadn't been quite so drunken, and above all the ever pervasive smell of roast mutton felt almost homey. With the narrow, twisty streets and the tall three story buildings concealing the hills that rose beyond the city, he could have squinted and almost have fooled himself that he was back in Londinium if it wasn't for the pleasant smell of fish oil emanating from the two dim lanterns, rather than the bitter reek of black whale oil that would have filled the air at home. But this wasn't Londinium, and he didn't try to fool himself. Gray prided himself on very few things, but a lack of self-deception was one of them. The dangling sacerdoti was the fifth of those dockside taverns that Gray had checked out as afternoon was already giving way to evening. Gray had been on his way in through the mudroom when he had heard the quiet sound of the blow and the loud cry of pain, and quickened his pace, making his way through the men streaming for the exit without more pushing than necessary. More than a few pair of eyes widened at the sight of his two swords, but none of the men stopped to ask about that not knowing or, more likely, more interested in getting away than finding out if the two swords and his distinctive clothing meant what they should have meant. It hadn't quite started yet. Not quite. Cully stood between the three sailors and boy. A fourth sailor lay on the floor in a disgusting puddle of something that was probably his own vomit, trying to breathe. Cully himself was dressed in a loose woven sailor's tunic over calf-length breeches and sandals, the tunic belted with a length of rope, but other than that, he was about the same as he had been the last time Gray had seen him. Oh, there were a few more lines in his face, but the collection was already large enough that a few additions didn't much matter. His dull gray hair might have been a little thinner, although what with it being tied back in a sailor's ponytail it was hard to tell. His hooked nose hadn't any new breaks, and the deep-set eyes still seemed to see everything without moving. When Gray had been in first form, the novices used to say that Father Cully could see more out of the corner of an eye than most priests could during a focused meditation. It figured that Gray would find Cully standing between the wolves and their prey. He should be used to it by now. Jen certainly would have been. But Jen wasn't at Cully's waist, where she belonged, no matter what the council said.